Hey, welcome to the Jewish Road Podcast. You made it to the very last episode of season three. Congratulations, Mazel Tov. My name is Matt Davis, and I'm here with Ron Davis, and we are here for the Jewish Road Podcast. We, it's been a couple episodes since we've done this, but how we do what we do, we talk about all of this at the Jewish Road, all the stuff that we do. It's like a two-act play. Yeah. Uh, it's as if the Jewish people all bought tickets to a two-act play. They went into the first act, saw the first act, thought it was great. At intermission, they got up, went out, got a drink, and went home. It was so great that they left. And as they went out, guess who came in? All of the Gentiles, the Christians, came in. They They had tickets to the same two-act play. That's right. They missed the first act completely, went in, saw the second act. They loved it. They loved it. And somewhere in between, in the lobby, they passed each other. And the problem is they never saw each other again. And they didn't even hear the whole story. Right. So we get to step right here in the middle. And this is our purpose. This is our calling, is we get to stand in the middle. And for Christians in the world, we get to tell you that, that Jesus was Jewish and that your roots of your faith are Jewish roots. And to our Jewish friends, we're telling them yeah. that Jesus was Jewish. And he's your Messiah. He's your Messiah. So we're making sense of the roots of the faith for the Christians, and we're making sense of who Jesus is for our Jewish friends. So that is why we're here. And if that's brand new to you, then there are 54 other podcast episodes that you can go back to, go to number one, and listen to the whole thing. But here we are at episode 55. This is our season three. Who would have thought that we would have done this this much? I didn't. I, I wasn't on my uh, calendar. Yeah, I didn't think we had this much to say. Um, before we jump into a couple of quick details, I got a joke for you. Um, and what they're going to get is they're going to get some of the best of from this season three. But here's here's our last uh, our last ditch effort for this one. Here it is. There's a couple living in Minneapolis, and they decided to go to Florida during a particularly icy winter. Do you have dreams of that sometimes? No, I don't. Those are not dreams. They're nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Going to Florida. You want to go to Florida, don't oh, you? Florida. I yeah. thought you said Minneapolis. No, that's where they were, but oh. they decided to go to Florida. Oh, go to Florida. Were yeah. you even listening to me? Florida is good. Okay, fine. They planned to stay at the same hotel where they spent their honeymoon 20 years earlier, but they had hectic schedules and it was difficult to coordinate travel. So the husband left Minnesota and he flew to Florida on Thursday. And his wife was coming down the next day. They're going to meet down there. So the husband, he checks into the hotel. There's a computer in his room, and he decided to send his wife an email. Uh-huh. However, he accidentally left out one letter in her email address, and without realizing his error, he sent the email out. Oy. Meanwhile, somewhere in Houston, Houston, Texas, there was a widow had just returned home from her husband's funeral. Oh, boy. The widow decided to check her email, expecting messages from relatives and friends, and after reading the first message, she screamed and fainted, and the widow's son rushed into the room, found his mother on the floor, and saw the computer screen, which read, To my loving wife. Subject, I've arrived. Oh. Oh. And this is what the email says. I know you may be surprised to hear from me, but they have free Wi-Fi here, so I thought I'd send you an email. (laughs) I've just arrived and have been checked in. 
I've seen that everything has been prepared for your arrival. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you then. Hope your journey is as uneventful as mine was. P.S. It sure is hot down here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> there you, go. you didn't say see you tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It says I've seen everything's been prepared for your arrival tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. There you go. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah I like that one. I've been saving it all season. Just yeah. wanted to finish strong. Okay. So, hey, uh, it's been a great 2022. We've been uh, to churches all over the country. Um, we've got to speak and to share. It's good to be out in the world again. And we've been putting out podcasts and blog posts. We've had lunches and breakfasts and coffees with people. We've had conversations with our Jewish people. We've had conversations with Christians and churches. We've been talking to pastors. We've been putting out podcasts. We've been writing material. It's been great. It's been busy. We've got a lot going on. Very busy. Yeah, it's been so good. So we decided 2023, let's just take a year off and just have a little sabbatical. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Thanks. It's been nice. Uh, say love you. Shalom. Just kidding. Uh, we got a lot going on. We got a lot planned. Uh, is there going to be a season four of the podcast? Absolutely. We've got a season four. We've already got it planned out. We have people that we're going to bring into our podcast, and we're going to talk to them, and it, it's going to be a great time. We, we've thought about doing this, but the people said, no, no, no. We don't want the other people. We just want you. And so we've really limited it to just being us. But sure. we're going to now expand our, our borders yeah. here, and we're going to bring some yeah. people in. Yeah. yeah. Pretty soon, we're going to let them know they're coming. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we got a little work to do, but uh, we have lots of friends in the Messianic community. Some of them are Messianic rabbis. Some of them have been around for a long time. Some of them are scholars, and, and they're great theologians, and uh, I call this the bucket list. These are the, the all the people that we want to talk to, and we're going for some big, heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have some fun with that. We're going to bring them on. And uh, ask all of our questions. We're gonna we're gonna make them tell a joke as well, because you know I'd like to hear something else every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna have some fun and have some conversations, because this is what we like to do. Yeah. We like to talk. It's yeah. called kibitzing. Yeah, this is a part of being Jewish. That's right. Um, not only that, but right on the other side of the new year, we are going to the island nation of Cuba. 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 So why are, why are we going there? Yeah, I don't know. How many times have you gone to Cuba? <laughs> None. We hear the beaches are nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're not going to Florida, it, you know, for the winter, but we are going to Cuba. I hear it's going to be 84, and by the time January comes out around here, that'll be nice. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Um, so we're actually partnering with our friends' ministry uh, called Go Global Ministries, and uh, we're going out with Jeff Siegel, which will be one of the guys that we'll be talking to as we go out. Yeah, um, but we're doing. Uh, Jeff's a Jeff's a good friend. He's yeah. a good friend of the ministry, and he's he and I went to seminary together. That's right. Yeah, um, and so he has a very unique ministry. They go out to different countries all over the world. They do sports ministry, uh, and they found unique pockets around the world because Jewish people are everywhere. Believe it or not, there are Jews in Havana, Cuba. So just like what we normally do all the time, we are reaching out to to the Christians. Uh, that are living there in Cuba, and we're also reaching out to the Jewish population. Yeah. So the first thing that we're doing is we're reaching out, and we're going to be training pastors in the churches to be able to... Uh, the Jewish roots of the faith. Yeah, Jewish roots of the faith. So, yeah. and, and who better to do that than you know the two wise guys here? So we're going to go there, <laughs> and we're going to be training and working with some pastors while we're there. Yeah. But the other thing is we're going to go out and reach the Jewish community. How are we going to do that? Yeah, well... I am not exactly sure, but I know Jeff has established, uh, he's established a relationship with the rabbi of the synagogue in Havana. Yeah. 
and they have 1,200 Jewish people in that synagogue. Who would believe that? Yeah. You know, uh, and they have even asked him, the rabbi has asked him, can you send some people over here to teach our kids, but just from the Old Testament? Oh, well, we can do that. Well, we can do that. I mean, I think I have seen Jesus in Genesis and Exodus and Leviticus. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but one of our, our entrance points to getting in there and being able to serve with these people is we're bringing humanitarian aid, medical supplies. Right. Um, to the people there. And so we're going to be, uh, you can go uh, onto our blog. Um, in fact, you can go to thejewishroad.com slash Cuba, and we'll give you some details of our trip. Um, so we're going to ask you to do three things with that. Number one, uh, pray for us, uh, especially pray for me, because I'm going to be with you-know-who traveling in a different place, and it's going to be, oh, it's going to be a lot. There's uh, there's no cough button on an airplane or a hotel room, so it's going to be a lot. We're going to have a ball. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, number two, uh, on on uh, that website, you're going to find a list of supplies. We are bringing in humanitarian aid, medical supplies in particular. That's really what the community needs. And so when we do that and we bring that over to the, the synagogue and the Jewish community there, we're able to serve them. So uh, we're going to provide a list of supplies, and we're also going to send you uh on there there will be a an address a physical address that you can uh send all that stuff to and we're going to be taking that in bags to havana cuba and the last thing is you can support us um you can help send us there and help cover some of the expenses and costs and even if there are uh some medical supplies you don't want to ship stuff you but you want to send some money then we'll utilize that uh to be able to uh get those supplies and go so that's cuba yeah. All kidding aside, this is going to be a really interesting trip, and uh, we're going to have an opportunity to work with the people of Cuba and also uh, have time to teach them and sit with them and talk about the Lord with them and talk about the Jewishness of their Messiah. Yep. And I'm, I'm sure, and especially, uh, there's not a lot of like seminaries. They don't have access to this kind of stuff. So that's what we're doing is we're providing access and, you know, get to download some of the information, stuff that we get to talk about here. Um, the other uh, real significant trip, we have a couple of private trips coming up uh, that we're doing with a couple families, but we also have a big trip, and that is coming up on October 8th. And by the time you are listening to this right now, uh, registration is now open. Um, so you can go to thejewishroad.com, not slash Cuba, but slash Israel. I-S-R-A-E-L, and when you go there, you will be able to register. Um, so on that page, we give you the full itinerary. Uh, you get to see some videos. We even have a, a Zoom call that we did where we walked through the itinerary and we answered a lot of questions. Um, but when you go there, you'll be able to go and figure out all of the stuff, the hotels we're going to be at, the pricing, all of the packing stuff, uh, and we're pros at this. We've done this many, many times, more than 25 times. Um, and it's it's exciting. It's one of our favorite, favorite places to be. And we get to bring Jedediah with us. Oh, boy. And so we're going to be uh, celebrating uh, and remembering his bar mitzvah, which was a couple years ago, but we couldn't go anywhere because of the pandemic. So Jed is coming and going to be filming yeah. and doing all kinds of fun yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, that's, that's my boy. And it's great going from throughout the land, from Dan to Beersheba. The hotels are great. Uh, the sites that we're going to look at are great. Uh, you know, uh, there are so many things, and, and the hotels and the food that they put out there uh, is just fantastic. Uh, so uh, we're going to have a great time on this trip, and we're going to learn a lot. Yep. And, 
and uh, you will lack for nothing. It's it's 13 days, so we realize it's longer, um, but it is, you know, speaking of our bucket list season, this is a bucket list, and you're going to get to Jerusalem at some point. Either it's going to be this Jerusalem or the new Jerusalem, but, you know, it's good to see it before and after, so join us, but we'll be doing more than 40 different talks going through the Word. Uh, we'll sit around in the lobby at night and get to talk a little bit more, and so it's it's one of our favorite things to do. It's it's great time of ministry, so... Um, all that being said, those are all the great things. Um, this is the last uh, the last podcast episode for this season, and so uh, we want to say just thank you for listening, um, but it's also just before uh, the end of the year, and so uh, wherever you're, whenever you're listening to this, and even if it's after that, um, we are a nonprofit ministry, and so to get us out there, um, number one, we'd say invite us to come speak at your church. Invite us to come to your Messianic congregation, invite us to come and do a Passover Seder. Whatever that is, um, we're free and available and love to do that kind of stuff, Uh, but also give and support, and that helps us to create more materials, more videos. It helps to get our time uh, to be able to create and to continue uh, to put out all of these great resources. Yep. Yep, that sounds good. All right. So thank you for listening. Before you go, guess what? We are going to now play you some of our favorite clips from this season, season three. This is the best of Jewish humor. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and have a little laugh. Let me tell you about an Italian barber. See, we're talking about Jewish and the Catskills. We've got an Italian barber here, and he's giving a man a haircut, and he learns that his client is a Protestant minister. And when it comes time to pay, the barber says, Reverend, of course, I'm not a Protestant, but I respect any man of God. I'll not accept money from you. And the minister is very touched by this. And he thanks the barber, and he goes out, and an hour later, he comes back and gives him a beautiful edition of the New Testament. Oh, that's very kind. Wow. Okay, so a few days later, a man in a clerical collar comes in for a haircut, And when it comes time to pay, the barber says, Father, I, of course, am also Catholic. I will not take any money from you. And the priest is very touched by this. And he thanks the barber, and he goes out. And an hour later, he comes back with a beautiful crucifix. And then a few days later, a man comes in for a haircut. And while talking to him, the barber learns that he's a rabbi. And when it comes time to pay, guess what? The barber says, I, of course, am not Jewish, but I respect any religious leader. I will not take money from you. And the rabbi, just like the others, is very touched. Uh, He thanks the barber. And an hour later, he comes back with another rabbi. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking at a, a little cartoon, and you have a turkey, and the turkey is talking to a chicken. And the turkey's looking at the chicken and says, Thanksgiving is the worst. Sometimes I wish I was born a chicken. And the chicken looks back at the turkey and says, Please, have you ever heard of Shabbat? <laughs> that's a, you like that's, that one? That's a good one. Yeah, I like that too. It was good. All right, so uh, here, here's just a little bit of a series. Now, do you know what a hashtag is? I'm just going to test yeah. you just a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's that little tic-tac-toe thing. It's tic-tac-toe, but what does it mean? 
I don't know. Yeah. So a hashtag, when you're on social media, it kind of categorizes things. Yeah, you click on it, and it brings up uh, the whole topic. That's, see, look at that. I know that. Yeah. I, you know. You, you got stuff going there. Well, under the hashtag Thanksgiving with Jewish families, Thanksgiving with Jewish families, here are some of the tweets that have come out oh. over the years. All uh-huh. right? So, okay. I mean... What give give us a sense like if if you're gonna do Thanksgiving with a Jewish family, what's unique about it? What's what's the spirit like during Thanksgiving with all the Jews? If somebody if somebody didn't like it's it's loud, right? It, it's, people well, are, it's always loud. Yeah, it's always loud. But like, what what's it like when family gathers together for a holiday? Oh, it's like. Moish, you're going to sit over there? Sit over here by me. Yeah, okay, there you go. So under the hashtag Thanksgiving with Jewish families, when your cousin doesn't show up and Bubby says, it's okay, they'll come to my funeral. Uh. That's good, right? That's that's Jewish guilt. That's Jewish guilt. How about 30 minutes of talking about Israeli politics followed by two hours of complaining about the rest of life? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, (laughs) that's typical. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving with Jewish families. When your mom tells you she wishes you'd visit more often. Ah, yeah. Thanksgiving with Jewish families. Yeah, I wish, wish you would visit more. Reminds me of, uh, reminds me of a little story. Oh, what is that? This, uh, this fellow calls his mother and she answers. She says, oh, you know, I haven't eaten in 38 days. I don't feel well. <laughs> And he says, Mom, why haven't you eaten in 38 days? He says, I didn't want my mouth should be full in case you called. Oh, there you go. That's good. Always the guilt. How about this? Thanksgiving with Jewish families. What do you mean herring doesn't go with cranberry sauce? (laughs) Even I would say that. (laughs) How about uh, putting on the dog's sweaters before walking them because your mom is worried they'll get cold? Yeah, yeah. Not worried about me. It's the dog's. How about uh, your uncle's been drinking too much Manischewitz? Thanksgiving with Jewish families. Yeah. Why does the groom break a glass at a Jewish wedding? Have you ever seen that before? Well, of course. Of course, you did it, right? So at at the end of the ceremony, they take a glass, they wrap it up, and then the, the groom, he steps on it and everybody says... Mazel tov. Mazel tov. And then they start singing. The band goes. They lift them up on chairs, and there's great dancing. All right? So yeah. that, that's, that's part of the tradition, right? Why does the groom break a glass at a Jewish wedding? Oh, tell me. It's the last time he'll get to put his foot down on anything. <laughs> My grandfather always told me, don't watch your money, watch your health. <laughs> So one day, while I was watching my health, someone stole all my money. Oh, boy. It was my grandfather. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that. I like that. I got one. Yeah. There are two men. They're walking on the street, and they meet. And one says, hey, Moish, you have changed so much. Look at you. You've lost weight. You got a facelift. You got a hair transplant. I wouldn't have even known it was you. And the other fella says, I'm not Moish. And the first guy says, look at that. You even changed your name. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty good. Let's do a little Jewish humor that takes place in Madison Square Gardens in New York. And it's about a boxing match. It's a little face-off. 
Oh, that right. sounds good. All right. So it's a boxing match. It's taking place in Madison Square Gardens in front of 30,000 spectators where two world champion boxers, Mike Tyson and his opponent, Lennox Lewis, are fighting it out in the ring. Oh, boy. Now, one fellow below the boxing stage, he screams out through the first round to Mike Tyson, give him a right, give him a left, give him the hook. And in the following round, the same fellow, he's screaming out throughout the round to Lennox Lewis, give him a right, give him a left, give him the hook, knock him out, get him, come on. Well, there's a nearby spectator. He's watching this guy and can't understand what on earth is going on here. He turns to the man who's screaming and he says, you got me confused. Who you're rooting for? That's exactly what he said. Who are you betting on, Mike Tyson or Lennox Lewis? And he says to them, neither of them. I'm a dentist. Let me tell you about a story here that is about a Yiddish mama, it's a Jewish grandmother. And by the and, way, you remember my last joke on the last podcast and you did not think it was all oh, that great. So okay. I'm, I'm expecting great things with all the criticism I've been oh, getting lately. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, folks, That's here right. we go. The Yiddish mama here. Yiddish mama. Last year, just before Hanukkah, Miriam, who is the grandmother, the Yiddish mama, was giving directions to her grown-up grandson who was coming to visit her with his wife. And she tells him, she's giving him all these directions. You know, they have to give directions to everything. So she says, you come to the front door of the condominium complex. I am in apartment 2B. And then she says, there is a big panel at the door. With your elbow, <laughs> push the button 2B, and I will buzz you in. Then she says, come inside, the elevator's on the right, get in, and with your elbow, hit two. And when you get out, I'm on the left, with your elbow, hit my doorbell. <laughs> hey, Grandma, he says, listen, that sounds easy. Her grandson, whose name is Jonathan, says uh, to her, but why am I hitting all these buttons with my elbow? And she says to him, you're coming to visit empty-handed? <laughs>